0: getting ready for a very hot entry into the month of July. It looks like we're going to get into the 30s by this time next week. So if you haven't already got your bottled water and your game plan for how you're going to deal with the health uh, and the heat, now would be the time to do it. I can tell you there are people out there right now that are there to help in a very big way. Ambulance paramedics are going to be really busy this summer. There's no doubt about it. Troy Clifford is the Ambulance Paramedic Union President and also an active paramedic. Troy, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on, Rob. Well, it's my pleasure and it's the perfect time to kind of get into the psyche of everybody around town that this is uh, preventable if you can get ahead of this and maybe just keep some things in mind when things do get hot and when things get tough this summer. What are some of the things that are top of your mind?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, as you know, I uh, I'm very in touch with our paramedics and dispatchers and our first responders. And um, you know, as we as school year ends and people start thinking about vacations and enjoying, as you as your lead up talked about, the great weather in this province. Uh, I'm in the Okanagan right now and it's uh, it's beautiful. Uh, so where all indications are, we're going to have a really hot and busy um, Canada Day weekend, uh, which it's traditionally one of our busiest weekends of the year uh, for paramedics, unfortunately, and dispatchers because of you know, all the things we're talking about is people are out enjoying the lakes and the highways and or maybe not so much the highways, but to getting to their places where they, uh, the recreational areas, whether it be at the lake or hiking or uh, camping or whatever people's uh, excitement that they're doing uh, as, as as we open up summer. Um, so with that comes a... Uh, additional risks. Obviously, more people on the highway. We just need to be more safe and have plans like you mentioned.
0: You know, I have so much respect for what you guys do, Troy. And one of the things that I always try to tell people when I have this conversation is make sure if you're calling 911 that you understand where you are in the priority of things because you guys are getting so swamped with calls that you have to make sure that you understand that the paramedics can only get to so many people within a certain allotted time. So just make sure you know what you're calling them with. Would that be a fair assessment to say or am I being a little too critical?
1: Yeah, and we've done a lot of work with BCHS, uh, our, the employer that, that runs the ambulance service. And, and one of the big things that they're really pushing is that awareness of when to call 911 and when not to, or when to look at alternate resources such as 811, or just knowing what's, and you're, you're bang on. Uh, it's key to uh, knowing where you are, first of all, because if you're on a cell phone not sure where you are, if you do need an emergency or an ambulance, but we would never want to deter anybody from calling an ambulance, if at all in doubt. But we do, uh, be prepared, and not only just if you do get into an emergency situation with when to call for help, um, but if in doubt, call for help. But the other important thing is to really be prepared, like you talked about. Have your water in your hat, sunscreen, basic uh f- stuff that sometimes when we get an excited uh, time we forget about and we uh you know when it gets hot we forget that being around water you know obviously the safety that uh you know unfortunately every year we see drownings and when more people on the water and and those and the risks around uh, the trauma around uh, recreational activities so we just want to make sure that people are safe um and practicing the best practices with uh safety measures but also you know as, as we talk about their you know addiction and mental health is a, is a tough time and when people are isolated they tend to you know those things come out so we want to make sure that if people are going to partake in drugs and alcohol they do it safely don't use alone all those sort of standard things but it's a good reminder for us all as uh, celebrations go on that
0: uh, we need to be safe. I've got a friend who's a paramedic and, you know, one of the challenges in conversations over beers one night we had is just that he has tough uh, fo- he has tough calls sometimes when it comes to festivals in the summer. Like, for example, you know, the summer often brings, you know, events, festivals, gatherings where there's a whole bunch of people and paramedics, you know, find themselves managing emergencies with crowded environments and patient safety is one thing, but he also wants to feel safe as weather. And then you've got the um, the response time. So I guess if you're going into these big groups and you see that there's something going on, you got to part ways and let these medical uh, aides get there quickly.
1: Yeah, actually managing scenes is is one of the tougher things. You know, it's tough enough managing a patient. Um, But, you know, there's high emotion, sometimes high um, anxiety. People are scared, obviously. And, um, you know, if a loved one's injured or a friend or they witness a, a traumatic event, that's really can be really impacting. And we often think of just the impacts on the responders. But bystanders and people that witness things or are involved in, a, you know, a cardiac arrest, that can be very traumatic. And managing a scene, or not just in a crowd, but uh, managing a scene and people that are impacted is, is a big part of what we do. And he's, he's very right. That's a, a very real experience. And when we're going in a crowd, it's also our own safety and stuff. And you always got to be on your um, guard for potential volatile or higher risk situations. But you're right. It, it's nice when people clear out of the way, you know, pull over to the curb, when you're seeing an ambulance or an emergency vehicle, just making sure that we're just aware, uh, you know, on the highways, we see, uh, you know, people that are impatient or or whatnot. And that's when we start getting into distractions that cause accidents. And, you know, it's easy, it's hard to, there's more motorcycles on the road and, you know, unfortunately uh, they're smaller and they're, They do end up, so we just want to make sure you're watching and really paying attention.
0: Troy, how are you guys doing? I mean, we focus so much on nurses and we focus on doctors, but paramedics are right there alongside them. And you guys are the ones that have to suit up and go out into the community a lot of these times. And, you know, I'm not going to just bring up the downtown east side. I think that's pretty self-explanatory as to the challenges. But how are you guys doing as an organization, as a union, just getting through not just the pandemic, but everything that is asked of you guys?
1: Yeah, you know, I appreciate you saying that because, you know, it's tough some days. You know, we know we have a tough job. Uh, The call volumes are going up. uh, But over the last uh, six months with the negotiation into um, a new collective agreement, it really put us on a path, I believe, and and our members are, are... are believe that it, our future looks really bright in the sense that we were able to stabilize a lot of things our service delivery stuff and we've been working closely with the BC for quite some time now and uh, and we were able to establish a really strong collective agreement that uh, allowed us to recruit and retain get more paramedics into these vacant positions but also establish some models and service delivery and care that uh, is giving hope for paramedics that we haven't seen hadn't seen for a long time so the work we're doing with BCHS on a lot of these areas and including the public, um, service announcements and education is really positive. Um, and, uh, I think that's really one of the things we're doing well. We're still seeing too many psychological injuries and the impacts of the work we do and the operational stressors There's no question, but, uh, and we got, we got to do better in that area, obviously, but, uh, um I, th- I, for the, I honestly can say for the first time in a long time, there's really hope and prosperity for uh, the path we're on. And
0: I, and I think that
1: it goes to the commitment this government's made in investing in the ambulance service and the collaboration we're working with BCEHS on.
0: That's good news. I appreciate the reminders and, uh, and for the heads up on this. Troy, let's talk again.
1: Thank you, and You have a safe weekend and to all your listeners as well. Just be safe out there and remember, uh, enjoy the weather, but be safe.